This is Points North, a show about the land, water, and inhabitants of the Upper Great Lakes. I'm Morgan Springer. Today's episode is a rerun from last year. It's the story of a man who gets totally fed up with his local government. He's mad because he says a nearby culvert keeps flooding his driveway over and over again. And of course, a a culvert is basically a tunnel that's supposed to divert water under roads, not flood them. So why does it keep happening? It has a lot to do with climate change and old infrastructure. This story recently won a regional Edward R. Murrow Award. Let's jump in with reporter Patrick Shea. Hey there. You're Dick Mallory? I am. Welcome to the apocalypse. (laughs) Thanks. It's hard to miss Dick Mallory's driveway on Lautner Road in Acme Township. It's littered with puddles, ruts, and ravines, signs of a waterfall that flows here all too often. I know you have problems when you've got coho salmon swimming upstream in your driveway. In the past, the Grand Traverse County Road Commission has thrown new gravel on top of it, but now it's washed out three times in the last nine months. So, Dick Mallory's taken to YouTube. If you want to know where your tax dollars are going, you've come to the right channel. His new video series is titled Grand Traverse Road Commission Fiasco. He's only been at it since July, but there are nine scathing episodes and counting. I'm attacked by water by bad road commission engineering. So this is what I would call almost eco-terrorism. Now I know that you can't help what the road commission did 50 years ago, but you inherited it. Every time his driveway washes out, Mallory says he sees tax dollars washing away with it. On July 26th, when the culvert upstream was overwhelmed, Mallory filmed Acme Creek surging over Lautner Road and straight towards his property. And it happened again just a week and a half later. He's seen more than a dozen washouts like this in the 52 years he's lived here and he's fed up with quick fixes. Stop putting band-aids on a broken leg. You know, fixing my driveway with cheap gravel is like putting lipstick on a pig. What he wants from the road commission is a bigger culvert to guide Acme Creek under Lautner Road, because he says the current culvert, it's like putting a fire hose through a soda straw. And this is where Mallory and his local government disagree. Jay Siksiewski is the road commission superintendent. He's one of many in his department that have gotten an earful from Mallory. Don't get me wrong, I I understand the frustration having any sort of property damage done to you. I mean, that's that's disheartening. But Siksiewski says replacing the culvert isn't a top priority. For the last 30 years, relatively speaking, it's functioned. When things are functioning, you know, that's not something we tend to go out and readily replace. As Dick Mallory walks up his driveway, He says functioning is a strong word. I kind of got the feeling maybe they think I'm blowing smoke up their culvert and that I haven't lived here for 50 years, so. Mallory's talks with the road commission haven't produced the solution he's looking for. Now I'm calling everybody. Every elected official he can think of. Say what you want about this brash approach, but Dick Mallory is determined. I'm just confident that the culvert's gonna get fixed and then they'll never have to fix my driveway. But even replacing a culvert is just a band-aid if it's not designed to withstand the new normal. We'll get back to Dick Mallory's culvert fiasco. 
Michigan is home to more than 36,000 miles of streams. Where those streams meet roads, a culvert's job is to let water flow freely underneath. But as rain falls harder and streams run higher, a once adequate culvert can be undersized. There's every reason to expect that uh, these sorts of storms are going to continue to get worse. Daniel Wright is a professor of civil and environmental engineering at the University of Wisconsin. He leads a research group that produces rainfall statistics for current and future climate conditions. The way that connects to climate change, of course, is that if the air is becoming warmer, uh, that means that there's more water in the atmosphere that can actually fall out as extreme rainfall. Wright says that current infrastructure standards don't typically take that into account. These older design standards that, that are based off of long records. He's talking about records of rainfall and streamflow data dating back to the early 1900s. Those are no longer really good indications of what uh, the likelihood of big storms are now. Wright says those historical records are where we get terms like 100-year storm. But those storms are happening a lot more often now. In other words... Yeah, we're not ready. In northern Wisconsin, they learned that the hard way. This highway is closed indefinitely until the floodwaters recede. After touring the damage, Wisconsin Governor Scott Walker declared a state of emergency in five counties. A massive storm in 2016 sent a surge of rainwater thundering towards the south shore of Lake Superior. $35 million of federal relief aid was spent replacing roads and culverts. But the problem was, those replacements used the same old design standards. Based on historical data, the flooding in 2016 was a thousand-year storm. But a comparable rainfall event happened just two years later, and many of the same culverts were washed out and replaced again. John Lauman is the director of the Northwest Wisconsin Regional Planning Commission, where he's working on flood preparation. If we continue to try and go down the same road we've been going down, replacing in-kind... In-kind means replacing it just as it was. Frequently, which is already expensive, we're not gaining anything. We're, we're actually losing ground. Northwest Wisconsin is made up of small rural communities. They don't have the funds to put in bigger, better infrastructure at will. But Lauman says something's got to change. I mean, the term resiliency itself has sort of become a buzzword in our region with regard to the flooding. That's what everybody is focusing on, is how do we increase resiliency? To answer that question, they might look east to New York's Adirondack Mountains. In 2011, their roadways were demolished by Tropical Storm Irene. I mean, the damage was just really overwhelming here. Kelly Tucker is the director of the Sauble River Association a conservation group in the Adirondacks. Tucker's group has identified problematic stream crossings. They've made a database of undersized culverts in their watershed, and they've collaborated with their local branch of the Nature Conservancy, which had been making regional climate models for several years. Using that data, they came up with a new standard for design. And we created something called climate-ready culverts. Flooding starts when a river reaches what hydrologists call bank full. Basically, they're sized at 125% of bank full. Culverts of that size cost at least $100,000 each to build. But Tucker says, for cash-strapped communities, it's well worth the cost in the long run. They don't have to fix it again for 75 to 100 years if we do our job right. They don't have to worry about it in the storm. And it saves property. 
The cost for those projects was shared between Tucker's organization and the Nature Conservancy, as well as federal, state, and local governments. And now, a similar cost-share solution might be underway for Lautner Road. Remember how Dick Mallory was making calls to just about every elected official in Grand Traverse County? Well, he made the right call when he got a hold of Andy Smits, the county drain commissioner. We do have a great drain commissioner. He brought a, a county commissioner, Daryl Nelson, with him. On a Sunday, they both came out here and we had a constructive conversation on solutions. Andy Smits did a lot of research on Mallory's property and the Acme Creek culvert. And he presented his findings at a road commission board meeting in August. Mallory was there too, but he let Smits do the talking. Could, could I, um, by a show of hands, uh, see who in the room has been to this project site yet? Almost everyone raised their hand. So we had some that haven't, so I'll go through the slides really quick for those who haven't been here. One slide had a graphic from the Watershed Center of Grand Traverse Bay, a nonprofit that advocates for clean water and stream restoration. Much like the assessments done in the Adirondacks, this map showed stream crossings at risk of flooding. By a number of crossings, there was a red dot, including the site of the Acme Creek culvert. They made the evaluation that it, is, um, it was code red, red as highest priority for replacement. Next, Smits presented the board with some exciting news. Uh, this is what the Watershed Center asked me to convey to you tonight. He told the crowded room that the center is applying for a grant through the Michigan Department of Energy, Great Lakes, and Environment, or EGLE. The grant funds projects like culvert replacements, and the Watershed Center wants to use the money to upgrade the culvert in question. They have applied for the grant, and they, the pre-proposal submittal was approved by EGLE. This bodes well for Acme Creek, Lautner Road, and Mallory's driveway. But it's not a done deal yet. For that proposal to go in, uh, the Watershed Center needs a partner that's going to provide 25% match. The estimated cost of the project is roughly $240,000. So the Watershed Center needs a match of about $60,000. The Road Commission wouldn't have to pay all of that. Smith says they could agree to support it through labor and construction, too. The Road Commission board is going to think on it. But here was their response yeah, at the uh, meeting. Very good presentation. Very good. I wish everybody did, did, did the same. Well, selfishly, I thought that if I, if I took it to this degree, I wouldn't get any more calls or questions. <laughs> I caught Andy Smits outside the meeting. He says Grand Traverse County has a much bigger problem than just one culvert on Acme Creek. We're designing our infrastructure, expecting three inches of rain in 24 hours. And you get six inches in five hours, that pipe is not going to transmit the water, and the water's going to find an alternative route. When you say we're designing culverts like that, do you mean Grand Traverse County? Do you mean the state? The I, mean, I mean society. I hope we're getting close to a point where the public policy decision about design standards and cost-benefit is going to be revisited. Dick Mallory, the self-described culvert king of Acme Township, is going to keep pushing toward that point. You must be the change you wish to see in the world. And I will be the change I wish to see in the Road Commission. You just stay tuned. That story was produced by Patrick Shea. The episode was edited by me, Morgan Springer. Music from Max Dragu. 
And like I said at the top, the story you just heard won a regional Edward R. Murrow Award. It will now compete with winners in other parts of the country for a national award. So wish us luck. You can find plenty of other Points North episodes, stories about the environment from the Upper Great Lakes, at pointsnorthradio.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Consider rating and reviewing this show also, and hit that subscribe button so you'll get future episodes in your feed. Have a great weekend.